You don't want to go for a ride, do you? We could get out of the palace, see the world. Is it safe? Sure, do you trust me? What? Do you trust me? Yes. Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. I'm your host, Peter. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are doing a review on the 20th anniversary of the Disney animated Aladdin. And joining me is Hannah from Film Rose. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Peter. I think it's the 25th anniversary. What did I say? 24th? You said 20th. I did? Okay, I totally meant the 25th anniversary. Clearly, I've been working hard today. I only know that because <laughs> I have IMDb up. I don't pretend to know like <laughs> anything about this, but yes. No, I I totally meant 25th. It came out in 1992. But uh, welcome back, Hannah. You have been on the show uh, a few times, actually. You, uh, you've you been on I for know. Wonder Woman. Um, Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. We did the, the, Friends, the Friends trivia game. We did, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, I've been on a lot. <laughs> you, you have, and then you went on original remake uh, with a couple yep. Wonder Woman uh, uh, reviews there. Yeah, that there. was fun. Yeah, so uh, clearly you're one of my favorite guests to to have yes. on the show. So, um, thank you. But for those that may have missed you on some of those uh, episodes and have not heard of Film Rose, can you please tell them about what you and Julia do over there, who unfortunately couldn't join us tonight? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Julia and I are the co-hosts of Film Roast. We are over-caffeinated and underqualified. Basically, we get together every week and pick. A topic, so best movie dads, best movies about Christmas, uh, most terrifying scenes from childhood movies, and we each pick five films and talk about why they're important to us or why they terrified us or why we love them. And um, it's a lot of fun. And we don't claim to be experts by any means, but we have a good time. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Uh, great chemistry between you two. Uh, one of the things I love hearing uh, on your show is when you, when uh, Julia does like, Hannah, me too. You know, like, cause, cause, you know, you guys met in college. And so there's still right. certain things you guys don't know about each other from, you know, from childhood. And it's always fun to hear you guys learning about each other during recording. Yeah. So. It's it is like kind of a funny thing with Julia because we weren't even like super good friends in college. So we when we decided to do a podcast on the surface knew that we both like movies and that was really the extent of what we knew. So over the like last year we've been doing the show, it's been really cool because we've gotten to know each other through film, but we've also gotten to know like our lives and so it's been a really cool kind of journey for us. Yeah, it really has. So you guys have a, you know, um quite a following and uh, a lot of fans and you guys got a group page and you post a lot of great things as well you know it's not just um i mean i, I think you post very relevant things uh, articles and it's a lot of fun in there i think you do uh you work very hard you know in in, Thanks, yeah, in your craft and stuff so i definitely encourage listeners to check out film roast um 
Now, this movie, uh, again, the 25th anniversary, this came out November 25th of 1992. Uh, a thing I do on the show, uh, for those that are tuning in for the first time, I do take a look back at that date. Um, now, the number one song uh, at the time of this movie's release was How Do You Talk to an Angel by The Heights. even think I know what that is. Now, I am familiar with that song. I believe the lead singer was also an actor, and I think he was on, mm-hmm. I want to say Party of Five, and if it's not Party of Five, a show like that. Like, okay. uh, I feel like his character's name was Jamie Walters, and that's so freaking random. Like, <laughs> that just so came specific. out of nowhere, too. Yeah, like, <laughs> Jamie Walters like, I'm, I'm, is probably wrong. It's probably like Bob Smith, you know? I, but <laughs> I feel like that name just really sticks out, and I feel like uh, I, I could kind of imagine him with Nev Campbell, but, you know, I mean, it's early 90s, so uh, I was uh, very young at the time. But yeah. I do remember that song. Uh, the only other movie that's worth noting uh, that came out the same weekend was The Bodyguard. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, so <laughs> people know that one. Uh, yes. And if you don't know, people may have seen like the parody poster for The Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Samuel Jackson, Ryan Gosling. That's a... No. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, that, that was fun. But uh, the the... November 25th release, I think that's wide release, too, because I think it did premiere, like, in two different theaters, like, a couple weeks before. Hmm. So uh, just in case anybody, you know, wants to correct me on that, <laughs> I figured I'd throw that out. Um, but Hannah, uh, Aladdin. Now, this yes. this um, came out before you were born? Um, Right after. I was one. Right I was, after. I was, okay. Let me okay. think. April. May, June, July, August, September, October, November. I was seven months old. Oh, so not even a year yet. Not even. Now, is this one that you grew up watching? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were a big Disney family. We still are. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, This one's really hard for me to say because I also love Lion King, which uh, Mm -hmm. if anyone's interested, it's one of my earlier episodes when my son, who was then 14, was my co-host. Uh, mm-hmm. So check that out. Um, but Lion King and Aladdin are both like number ones to me. They're really 1A, 1B. Sure. Really hard for me to say which is better because you can go down the line and say like, well, this has that, this has that. Right, uh, right. Lion King, I always kind of like, you know, uh, it's 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 very much like Hamlet. You know, the story is very similar to Hamlet. Right. Um, I feel Aladdin is a little bit more kind of original, but also you got Robin Williams improvising a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Aladdin is uh, somebody that when I was a kid, I felt kind of looked like me. You know, he was ethnic. I'm I'm not yeah. Persian, but I mean I'm Asian, so he kind of looked like me. You know, Lion King. I I can't say that. You know, right? right. It's, 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 a, it's a line. He's a right. cub. That would be weird. It'd be a little did. weird. But uh, I, I just love the music in Lion King. This has a lot of great music as well. So it does. really hard to say which is my favorite. But this is definitely again one A and one B for me. Um, what are some of uh, your like the uh, early memories of uh, Aladdin? Um, I know we had the soundtrack. The one thing I think I remember super vividly of Aladdin was watching, there was, it had to be in the 90s, the early 90s, 
Um, there was the PGA Tour at Sahali, which is the biggest, like, nicest golf course around where I grew up. And it was back in the day when Tiger Woods was, like, in his heyday. And so everybody went to go watch. And I was like, eh, I, I'm going to, like, stay here. And I played the um, Aladdin video game on Sega. And it was yes. so rad. And I I just remember it super vividly because I didn't have a Sega. So playing it was, like, the highlight of my week. It was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Yeah, I feel like... um Aladdin, I, I feel like I had more of his merchandise than I did Lion King. But that, mm. I mean, that's more like all my parents like buying me stuff. But I felt like sure. I had, you know, the video games and uh, just other uh, things of that nature. But um, for me, like, I remember in the fifth grade, we learned uh, a whole new world. And I don't know if this says something about me as a fifth grader, but I remember, you know, when it came to the lyrics over, under, and sideways, I would turn over to my buddy next to me and give him like a smile, like, hey, hey over, <laughs> under, and sideways. <laughs> That's funny, you know. Um, you know, so I, I was young, but also uh, I was a big Full House fan. I'm also right. a fan of Fuller House, so I, I love mm-hmm. that. And Scott Winger, you know, is yeah. the voice of Aladdin. Of course. And do you remember the episode where the Tanners go to Disneyland? Oh, of course I do. And DJ just keeps seeing, like, uh, Steve everywhere. And she's like, look, that's him. And it's like, Aladdin. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) that I also remembered. And uh, I'm not caught up on Fuller House now, but I'm uh, for what I've seen so far, I'm surprised there have been no references to Aladdin yet. That's true. Not that I've seen anyway. Yeah, me neither. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about the movie here. It was directed by Ron Clements and John Musker. Uh, we already mentioned uh, Scott Winger as the voice of Aladdin, uh, Robin Williams as himself, uh, Linda Larkin <laughs> is the voice of Jasmine, Jonathan Freeman's Jafar, Gilbert Gottfried as Iago, and anybody else worth noting? We could leave it at, at that. <laughs> I mean, the Sultan. I, I don't think we. It, I don't. I don't have any notes on the Sultan, to be honest with you. So I don't even think it's worth <laughs> right. mentioning. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Refresher, right? If anybody hasn't seen this in a while, uh, Aladdin is a, a quote-unquote street rat uh, who um, basically has his lamp with a genie, gets three wishes, but he also is in love with the uh, princess of Ag- Ag- Agrabah, right? Agrabah. Yep. And, um, you know, there's also Jafar, who is the villain, who, um, you know, is this big obstacle for Aladdin and chaos ensues, you know, between him and Iago and everything. We'll, we'll get into it, but uh, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. So on this rewatch, I want to start off with a big question. Okay, the the movie opens up with this peddler, right? He's, he's trying right. to, like, sell us items or whatever. And he has the lamp. Hey, he has a lamp. Now, how does he end up with the lamp? I guess is my big question. Right. It was. It's that's so funny you say that because I rewatched it for the who knows umpteenth time mm-hmm, <laughs> this morning, mm-hmm. and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how? Because he clearly is like, let me tell you this tale that takes place, and you know. And I was like, I wonder what time period this is supposed to be. Like, how right. how forward the time is supposed to be when he's telling the story. And totally, like, how did he get that? Where did yeah. where did he find it? Clearly a knockoff. Totally. Right? Is, that, is that what we're thinking? Either it's a knockoff or 
this entire Aladdin story is is a it's a myth, right? A legend because it it kind of mm-hmm. is already. True. So is it the same universe? Is it not? But that's that's our podcast hat on, right? I'm just like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> How did he get this lamp? But uh, th- that was kind of cool to see. Um, Aladdin, what did you think about Aladdin in general? I mean. I guess watching this, I always knew that he was he was a liar. You know, let's be honest. He he's a liar. He's a True. thief. <laughs> but uh, I guess what's also kind of interesting is that a lot of Disney movies we find out like they're you know the the, the main characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually find out something about their parents. Aladdin, as far as I mean, is um, I mean on this rewatch, I didn't catch any any mention of his parents. But True. Just kind of grew up on the streets, I guess. True. Good point. Um. Yeah. I I love Aladdin. He's one of my favorite Disney male characters. I just think he's scrappy. He's a hustler. Like I never yep. really thought of him as a liar until you put it in that way. Um I I could see that totally, but I think he just, just you know, making his way, just doing what he's got to do. Yeah, by any means, right? Mm-hmm. The uh the 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 streets is a li- the street life is a struggle. Right. He's, right. he's probably got like a street rat like tattooed on his uh, <laughs> stomach or something like that. The I'm pretty cat. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he's got this um he's got this buddy Abu, you know, it's the monkey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also found weird. it interesting that <laughs> a little weird, but hey, you know, Ross has a monkey friend. Oh god, you know, Ross friends. is the worst. <laughs> Ross is the worst too, but you know, Aladdin's got his moments too where you're just like, dude, stop lying. Mm-hmm, I mean, you're mm-hmm. you're an idiot. But um, I thought it was interesting to give Aladdin a character, a buddy, a sidekick who doesn't speak, mm-hmm. you know. And on top of that, later on, we're introduced to the character, the magic carpet, who also doesn't speak. You know, he's just a, just a character. And just, you know, kind of keep comparing it with Lion King. Everybody speaks in there and they're all animals. Right, right. I'm trying to think like back before... Aladdin to to I'm wondering how many non-speaking kind of sidekicks there were before that because it does kind of seem like with a boo in the carpet that might have been the first kind of major one but I'd have to look yeah because you think like um Little Mermaid you know she had Flounder right Sebastian to a certain extent um Beauty and the Beast they had the, the you know the 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 townsfolk who mm-hmm, were all turned mm-hmm. into you know household items right you're right. Abu might be one of the first ones. I mean, this was also like the Disney Renaissance too. You know, where they were starting to get really creative totally. with, with a lot of different things. Um, let's talk about J- Jafar a little bit. Who who's the villain? Another big question I had with Jafar: How does he end up as like the the hand of the, the Sultan or whatever his title is? Right. There's a lot of unanswered questions in this movie. Now that I'm watching it like as an adult and actually paying attention to it, um, we don't. I don't think we ever do find that out. And, you know, to be fair, the Sultan's not, you know, the brightest crown in the box, right? <laughs> Definitely not. So, you know, I, I think we'll chalk it up to that. But Iago, Iago is a character who I also love. You know, uh, Gilbert Gottfried has a very uh, distinctive voice. And I remember him very much um, as the principal in the Problem Child movies. And mm-hmm. so hearing him in, in this as, as Iago, I think he's a great character. And... I kind of misremember, but I thought that he turns good a lot sooner. You know, like, I don't even think he really quite oh, turns good right. even at the end, too. I for- I totally forgot he even did. I All I can think about now when I hear Gilbert Godfrey do a bird is Aflac. So it right. just... The duck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I just learned that was him actually. Uh, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> after looking up trivia for this movie, uh, yeah, Jafar I think is actually um, a very menacing villain because uh, you know sometimes he can be calm and then like his his uh, super genie at the super genie isn't wasn't that no game genie that that's that's the Nintendo thing so, yeah. But mm, you know his mm-hmm. big red super genie thing is actually pretty scary uh, as a kid and right. just thinking like all the uh, the limitless power unlimited unlimited power magic mm-hmm. that he's got. But anyway, um, he was like like the 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 male version, which I, I did read that he was supposed to be modeled after Maleficent, but um, hmm, I, I always kind of yeah I always kind of like compared him to um, like Ursula, you know, like somebody with. Powers, I guess Maleficent does too, sure. but you know, in that vein, because like Scar, yeah, not so scary, right? I mean, he's just an uncle who overthrows the king right. and has a uh, little hyenas go after Simba. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, true. But um, yeah, Jafar, uh, I do like as a villain. Um, uh, let's uh, let's jump into one of the scenes here. Let's talk about the uh, the cave scene, uh, where Jafar kind of lowers. Aladdin, who is this diamond in the rough, he is supposed to be the key to... Is it the lamp? Is is this what he's trying to get, right? Is the lamp, Jafar? Yeah, so he... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, he... Like, Jafar transforms himself into, like, some kind of old man who's in Mm -hmm. prison, and uh, he gains the trust of Aladdin. So that's one of his faults there. He's too trustworthy. And uh, Aladdin goes down through this cave to get uh this magic lamp which he doesn't know it's magic but this is where he meets the carpet and all of that Mm -hmm. what do you think about um the introduction of genie because this is actually like a really big part in the first act right um i will say that that jafar the old man jafar is actually scarier to me than real jafar like i don't know why as a kid i was gotta be the teeth yeah i think it (laughs) might have just been how creepy he was um the the meeting of genie i i think that scene is so iconic even before genie comes out because just the the part where aladdin's like there's something on this but i can't make it out and he's like rubbing the lamp and that to me like i just have so much nostalgia for that one little three second bit of that movie so yeah i love it i love the appearance of genie and obviously like Robin Williams is such a major part of any 90s, 80s kids' childhood. Oh, yeah. Um, Hook, you know, like Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, like the list goes on and on. But this is probably one that everybody has seen. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it being kid movie, yes. And I I wish I remembered the exact wording of it, but I want to give a shout-out to Ashley from the Cutaways, and, well, the Cutaways in general. Uh, shout-out to the Ashley, ladies. Yeah, but. Woo! Ashley made a comment when uh, they were on my show to review the Fisher King. She said something mm-hmm. like uh, Robin Williams was like her dad. You know, we we all grew up watching Robin Williams yeah. movies, and I love yeah. That. So when she said that, I was like, oh, "You're right," because that's that's all I ever watched. Like he was very bankable. Like any movie he did, totally. you know, I would totally watch. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, he really does make this movie. I mean, he voices the peddler in the very beginning of the movie too. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he improvised a lot of the lines. I also read that a lot of material wasn't, you know, wasn't appropriate for Disney movies. Uh, <laughs> so that was also very interesting. 
But this uh, introduction of Genie, one of the things that、uh, I do like about it is that they establish some rules really early on. Right. He can't. Right.、Uh, he can't make people fall in love. He can't、mm-hmm. resurrect the dead. And、mm-hmm. the third one can't wish for more wishes. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was very important. I think that's great.、Um, another thing that this movie does well is、uh, is callbacks.、Um, So I think、uh, one of the things that we kind of, you know, obviously we're kind of jumping around, but when when、uh, Jasmine decides to go out into town, you know, to kind of、mm-hmm. um, this this actually reminded me a lot of coming to America. You know, Jasmine's like,、oh, yeah. I want to go sow my royal oats. You know, so she goes out into town <laughs>、right. and she's you know pretending <laughs> to be a common folk, but、mm-hmm. even then, like she meets Aladdin and、uh, you know this whole meeting together. You know, she sees him. Do the little trick with the apple, you know that comes back later on, and also、yeah. when they're trying to run away from Jafar's men, he goes, "Do you trust me?" The first line thrown out there, which is、uh, later on used, but that's one of the things I do like about this because I, I again I keep going back, you know, like watching Aladdin, I was really trying to see which one do I like better, this one or Lion King? I was like, well, does Lion King have many、hmm. callbacks? I mean, Simba was a bit of a coward, but you know he was a kid also, and right. his uncle told. But this one, it's it's a、uh, it's just I, I feel like it's a lot more fun, a lot more adventure. You're really rooting for Aladdin. I, I think a lot of us can also kind of、um, relate, you know. To I, I feel like at some point in everyone's life, we you're always striving for betterness, right? To to better your life in、right. in, in any kind of、right. aspect, whether it's little or small.、Uh, Little or small, little or big, whatever, any size. But yeah, yeah, I, I think there's a, a bit of a relatability to Aladdin, whereas Simba is royalty. Like you know, he's、right. spoon fed everything pretty much. Completely. Yeah. And there's there's a great scene like when they're first meeting Jasmine and Aladdin, where they're resonating with each other and the fact that they both feel trapped. Yes. But the way they feel trapped are is completely different.、Yep. And so that just establishing that early on is like cool. Like. Even people who are royal have problems too. Exactly. You know? <laughs> that's a that is a very great moment.、Um, I'm glad you brought that up. That's that's when、uh, Aladdin brings her to kind of where he stays, where he sleeps, right? And、uh, his view、right. is is actually her castle. You know, that's where she lives. Yeah. And they they basically they both say the same thing that they they are trapped. She's trapped in there, but he's trapped on the outside, wanting、mm-hmm. a better life. So、um, that is a, a really great moment there. Um, one thing I completely forgot、uh, about, and it's really little, but apparently Jasmine was she had a suitor even before Aladdin. It's this、uh, Prince Ahmed, you know. Right. <laughs> she chases him off, and like Raj, Raja, like、uh, bit his like you know his ass or something. And I, I thought that was kind of funny because <laughs> I, I I didn't remember that. And again, comparing it to coming to America, like. Prince Akeem, you know, was supposed to marry this other woman, you know, before he goes out、uh, to the states. So mm-hmm, s- mm-hmm. some similarities there. It does bring up a good question too, which is if you could have any Disney animal sidekick, who would you have? Because Raja would be pretty sweet. He'd be、um, probably the most protective. I mean, for sure. Sebastian, come on, he's a coward.、Uh, <laughs> Floun- Flounder is probably good at getting some help, right?、Um, Flounder would be. A little annoying, but I could see him being useful. Sebastian would just be worrywart all the time. Right, he he might be a, a bit of a snitch as well. 
Totally. Not on purpose, but uh, he does have a big mouth there. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Beauty and the Beast. I don't believe there's any animal sidekick. Mm, no, not really. Okay. And then, uh, there's Miko and Pocahontas. Okay. He seems fine, but he doesn't really bring anything to the table. He's just kind of there. I'm forgetting his name, but the dragon in Mulan. Oh, Mushu. That Mushu. would be a great one. I don't know how I forget that. I mean, that's a it's a dish. <laughs> uh, pork <laughs> Mushu. Um, but uh, yeah, that, he'd be fun. He'd be a fun one. For sure. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good Um, uh, Let's see. Lion King, they're all animals. I mean, oh, I, I guess you would ha- still have Timon and Pumbaa. I mean, they're they're quite of a riot. True. True. They they can hula. <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can hula. Uh, but but they're they're grub. Not not my not my thing. Right. Yeah. Not satisfying. Just yeah. slimy. Mm-mm. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. All right. Uh, so more more genie. Um, the way they get out of the cave, uh, Aladdin he deceives the genie and kind of tricks him into not really using a wish, but uh, saying, "Oh, I bet you can't even get us out of here." And but after the cave, they uh, Prince Aladdin asks his first wish, right, is to be to be a prince, mm-hmm. uh, Prince Ali Ababwa. Yep. He couldn't have picked a better name. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> what uh, What do you think about this grand um, introduction of Prince Ababa? Oh yeah. Um, what do you think I... of genie with a Caucasian skin? <laughs> what do you think about that? Right. <laughs> They're like, how do we make this guy more approachable? We'll make you white. So right. <laughs> um, white wash genie. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, no, I love that scene. It's fantastic. It's kind of just like this big parade. And I remember when I was little, always trying to learn the words at the end when they're basically like naming how many things he has. Oh, right. Um, And I would always like practice really hard and like try to get it all right. But that seems that seems great. The song is great. Yeah. And this is just uh, th- th- this is where... Aladdin gets a little even more cocky, right? Because he's like, "Well, I'm a totally. prince now." You know, he he thinks he's got this swag. And uh, what I do like though is like through this whole process of trying to, I guess, woo the princess, uh, Princess Jasmine. The genie's always like, "Dude, just be yourself. You know, tell the truth." You know, right. uh, the, the point where he turns himself into a beast, like, be yourself, you know? Like, <laughs> so, genius yeah. has kind of been the voice of reason, but uh, what do you think of um, Kaki Aladdin here? Oh, it's the worst. It's like, slow your roll, dude. You literally just got this wish. Like, calm down. He, he's like down. Ross sometimes. Like, this this is like peak Ross. <sighs> it's it's starting to bother me how many parallels Aladdin has with Ross. Because just a little bit. it's going to ruin Aladdin for me. <laughs> Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, Prince Aladdin. No, Prince Ali. Now, yeah, he's uh, extremely cocky. He. Um, it's so funny too because like Jasmine, she she like gets the sense that he's like lying and everything. And I read like a little tidbit that anytime Aladdin lies, like the purple feather on his hat would like fall over his face and droop over. Huh. That's supposed to be like a sign of him lying. Interesting. Um, yeah, I just wish that they made Jasmine a little bit more, like, really standoffish, right? Like, his yeah. bravado is just way too much. Like, like I, I liked how she was kind of like that early on, but 
I think she was kind of too quick to give in. But to be fair, I mean, when you're taking on a magic carpet ride, it's kind of what do you what do you do at that point? Right, right. What can you do? I mean, and and at that point, it was like the I feel like the female characters of Disney were like still kind of in that realm of like we don't want to be too bossy. So <laughs> could be quite yeah. not, not not quite like Mag in um, Hercules. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But Give them five she, years and look sure. at look at how far they've come. Yeah. Right. Um, I just remembered something that uh, there was a couple times when we went to Disneyland, we would go watch the Aladdin show. Did you mm-hmm. ever go? Oh, totally. Yep. I uh, one of my favorite tricks that they did is when uh, right before the scene in the movie where they go on the uh, on the carpet ride. The um the actors the uh, Aladdin and Jasmine they would go like um you know off stage and then there's like this little cardboard cutout of Aladdin and Jasmine on the backdrop oh, that flies right. off yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that I thought it was the, the the neatest thing and then the actual actors would come down on an actual carpet like above the audience so yeah it's really cool but um, this song uh, a whole new world. Where where does this rank for you in Disney original songs? Which this is a uh, an Academy Award winning movie to include best original song and uh, best soundtrack. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well deserved, I think too. Yeah. One of your favorite ones? Would you say? Weirdly, no. Like I I think it's a good song, but it's not one of my favorite Disney songs. I just, for some reason, I just think it's a little too slow for me. Okay. What about uh, compared to? Uh, I'm blanking on the Elton John one. Can you feel the love tonight? Thank you. That's hard because because that's I also guess, slow. Yeah, maybe it's not the slow factor. I just don't know if I lo- am in love with the song. Like, and also it's Elton John. Like, that's really hard to. <laughs> There's a calm right. surrender. <laughs> it's like, oh, of course I'm gonna sing that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of A Whole New World. Yeah, I think it's fun to sing, but mm-hmm. I still feel mm-hmm. like Can You Feel the Love Tonight is like a better song. Right. I don't think the A Whole New World really gets going and like exciting to sing until Jasmine comes in with the unbelievable sights. And then it's like, okay, sing I'm it. into this now. Sing it, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it. I don't know. I've, not, I've always been kind of like, Meh, it's just there. Okay, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a good sequence. It's a great song. I mean, it did win best uh best song, but um, it did. yeah, I, yeah, I'm kind of maybe not quite there with you, but I I, I see what you mean. Like um, mm-hmm. like I said, like uh, at the karaoke, I'll I'll throw that on. You know, like I think it's <laughs> nice. a fun song to sing, but uh, it's it's up there for me. I'd say top five for sure. Ooh, wow. Yeah, okay. I'd say top five. I mean, um, I also love uh. Go the Distance, right? Is that the title? Oh, that's my f- right? probably my favorite Disney song. One of the best ones. That that may be top three, for sure top five. Yeah, yeah. Definitely in my top five as well. Yeah. Possibly my favorite. I'd have to think about that, though. Yeah, so would I. I've never sat down and actually wrote it out, but uh, just off the dome, those two, definitely <laughs> top five. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to when um, Aladdin... No, when uh, Jafar, that's his name, Jafar uh, turns into the genie. Yeah. Um, I wasn't so scared of that when I was little. I was more scared of the like very small time where there was that big snake. Oh, right. <laughs> and 
it was, I think, too, that it was partially the snake, but it was also partially the fact that Jasmine was stuck inside of an hourglass and, like, about to drown in a ton of sand. <laughs> and, yeah. I hope um, she has air. Jeez. Right. But the only thing that made it fine was the terrible use of puns, like, throughout that whole scene, how he's like, you're running out of time. And it's <laughs> like, okay, this isn't that scary anymore. <laughs> um, but I do love the look of his genie. I think it's, it, he's just, like, super ripped, and then he's got this gross little ponytail. Right. It's, uh, it's pretty... I like it. I love, oh, he is, it's so scary because he doesn't have any pupils now. You know, it's just like one solid color. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the, the ponytail. And you're right. He's uh, completely ripped. You know, the, the, the guy is like a, like a toothpick. You know, he's so skinny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfair body image, Disney. I know. Uh, speaking of controversial stuff, I guess, do you, do you remember like hearing the, the whole deal about the, the line uttered when Aladdin was like beneath? The, the balcony, you know, when he goes to see Jasmine in her room. Yes, take off your clothes. Yeah, good. Or something. Good, uh, teenager, teens, take off your clothes. Or, yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, and apparently the studios are like, no, it says good kitty, take off and go, you know, or, yeah, it's supposed to be like good kids, take off your clothes. I don't know. But that's weird. Like, I know me and my son Phoenix, when we were uh, reviewing Lion King, we talked about how when Simba falls on the flowers, yeah. it spells mm-hmm. like S E X, but the studios are like, no, it's. SFX for special effects. You know, right. that's X team did that. I'm like, okay, all right, guys. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're telling me that the uh, the castles on the the cover box of uh, Little Mermaid weren't. Oh my god, dildos, that one is right? blatant. And there's an like, actual nipple in the rescuers. Like, come on, you guys. Yeah, like, uh, why, why did you guys change it then? Like, why don't you just stand <laughs> exactly. and say like, no, it's it's a castle. <laughs> it's not just mild. It's like very phallic. <laughs> yes, it really was. Uh, so th- those are fun stuff, though. Uh, I got a kick out of those when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Um, one one thing I didn't mention uh, during or yeah, right before they take off on the magic carpet ride, th- there's that callback again. Do you trust me? Uh, watching it this time and knowing that it was coming, it still gave me like the feels. I was just like, that's mm-hmm. that's cute. That's a cute moment right there, you know? Because yeah. even Jasmine's kind of like, hmm, right, it's a little familiar, right? So. I wonder, did she just completely play along or did that magic carpet ride really make her forget that that she just suspected him to be the Yeah, I think like she got bachelor syndrome, like how women go on the bachelor and they go on like these amazing, like exotic vacations and they're like, I am in love with this person, even though they've gone on like two dates. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, She did not get a rose, uh, unfortunately, (laughs) but she does get the man at the end. Right. So uh, let's talk, talk about the end. I mean, I guess there's not a whole lot to talk about, but, um, you know, Aladdin, you know, after they defeat Jafar, Jafar becomes a genie. So he gets uh, kind of encased, I guess, in, mm-hmm. in in the lamp. But now the um, Aladdin frees the genie. And so the, does he just remain blue? I mean, I thought he was only the genie. You know, he was blue because he was a genie. Hmm. And I guess his name his name point. is only genie. <laughs> Right. Some questions here. You would That's think he'd really go back to his point. human, yeah, his human form, and maybe he, uh, he's like, oh, you can call me by my government name now. Right. No. I'm Bill. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nice <laughs> to meet you. I'm Robin. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. But yeah, I mean, it's a happy ending. Um, I'm glad that, uh, like, I, you know, it's so long ago. I don't remember how I reacted. Like, 
oh, that actually freed him, you know, but it's definitely like a really feel good moment. I re- yeah, I re- I don't know. I can't speak for like obviously I wasn't born when this movie came out. You were seven or I was months. One, almost you don't remember? 7 months. Yeah. I don't <laughs> have that vivid of a memory unfortunately. But uh I every time I watch that part it makes me super happy. Like it's just a really warm moment when he's like telling him he's going to free him using his third wish and he's like, "Really? Like are you really going to do that?" It's just like such a great moment. Yeah, it's weird because how does he still have the powers too? So maybe he just wasn't a human, right, you know, I'm because... I'm so confused now. You have totally thrown a wrench in this whole thing. Well, J- Jafar does magic. So this is right. just, you know, a thing in their world. You know, uh, Jafar is a, a wizard of sorts. And then that is um, true. Genie, Genie is, is uh, the last of his own kind, I guess, you know? Sure. So, so uh, you want to get into some trivia real quick? Heck yeah. Love trivia. All right, so... Aladdin was the first animated movie ever to gross more than $200 million. Wow. That's pretty good, too. Um, and surprisingly, because this came out a year after Beauty and the Beast, right? It 91. did. Yep. Yeah. So a little surprise there. Uh, because um, Robin Williams improvised so many of his lines, Aladdin was rejected by the Academy for Best Adapted Screenplay nomination. Makes sense. It, it kind of does, but that's Worth so it. petty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It it is, but I'm just like, come on. Right. Um, Aladdin was initially modeled after Michael J. Fox, but they realized that uh, that was a little too goofy, and they wanted someone more handsome, oh. so they modeled him after Tom Cruise. Seriously, Michael J. J. Fox is way better looking than Tom Cruise. Yeah, but I'm trying. To, you know, I feel like I might have seen a version of that, and it's you know, when you draw somebody as a cartoon character, they're a right. caricature, so they look a little bit more goofy. I don't know. So I mean, true. how much different could they had made them? Uh, make them? I guess. I mean, I could kind of see the Tom Cruise likeness. Yeah, I guess a little bit. But we're gonna have to find that. Uh, you know, yes, the, I, I wonder if it's out there. But I feel like I've seen it before. But we'll, we'll have to put a poll out to see who's more handsome as Aladdin. <laughs> um, Patrick Stewart was the first choice to play J- Jafar, but uh, his commitment to Star Trek, um, he wasn't able to do that. He would have been a good Jafar. He would have been a great Jafar. And uh, he has said on an interview that that's one of his biggest regrets, uh, not being able to do that. And also Jasmine was modeled after Jennifer Connelly and also a sister of one of the animators. And Hmm. I feel like I did see like some kind of behind the scenes when I was a little kid. I used to be into that stuff all Mm -hmm, the time. Just, mm -hmm. you know, watching Making of, yeah. And lastly, Danny DeVito and Joe Pesci were both, uh, they both passed on the part of Iago. That's hilarious because Danny DeVito ended up being Phil in Hercules. That's right. Yeah. So and he Joe was like, Pesci, dang it, I need to get on that. Yeah. He, he probably like, hey, I missed the boat. I'm going to get, pick up the, the next, uh, right. you know, anything they offer me. So I think Joe Pesci, you know, it's really hard because Gilbert Gottfried does sound like a parrot. You know, that's totally first and foremost. Yeah, like, he just uh, sounds like any bird, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he has a beak. Uh, but yeah, Danny DeVito and Joe Pesci, both great voice uh, voices, but uh, I can't I can't hear them as Iago. So I, I yeah, think it's, it's I, good that they both passed on it. That's a good point. I couldn't see that. It's surprising to me that Joe Pesci passed. I wonder why. Does it say why he passed? Because like he would have just done Home Alone at the time. So it, it surprises right. me he wouldn't want to do... Another kids movie. Could be um, because uh, Home Alone 2 came out 
the week before. So it could be he was also、uh, maybe his commitment、uh, to Home Alone too could be right. Yeah, that could be it. Totally. So now、uh, also there is a remake in the works, which I feel a lot of people have heard about by now. Yes. Probably the biggest news most people have heard was that Will Smith is going to be the genie,、uh, Naomi Scott, who played the Pink Ranger in the、mm-hmm. remake of、uh, the reboot of Power Rangers, is Jasmine. And forgive me, I don't have the other people's names, but I wanted to kind of talk to you,、uh, talk to you about you know some not expectations, but what would you like to see in the、uh, in the remake? But before we get into that, let me get your thoughts on the idea of this remake. Yeah. Um, this will be this will be a slight departure from the other ones that they've done. This will be more of a on the you know tone of Cinderella, just because it's an actual live action. So you know, it'll I'm okay with that.、Uh, I think it's a completely different retelling of the story when you have it as people versus you know when the Grinch was a cartoon. It's a completely different film than when Jim Carrey was the Grinch. So, oh yeah,、um, I'm okay with it. You know, I struggle with the remakes of constantly now remakes of things from our childhood because it is such a ploy to hit us in our nostalgia. And then you know, like for us with kids, it's like, oh, we want to show our kids what we were into. And so,、um, it's clearly like a money grab. But at the same time. I'm so happy about it because it is a nostalgic thing, and I like, you know, seeing more of it. So I'm on the fence. Like I'm happy about it, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm undecided. Okay, that's fair.、Um, I I am excited because、uh, I do love this movie. But then I thought about the the remake.、Uh, I'm going to use this word loosely because I I saw I saw your post about this, but the、yeah. live action version、right. of Lion King, right? <laughs> so I'm using that word loosely.、Um, I'm excited for that one because I love all the voice、um, uh, voice actors that were casted、uh-huh. for for those roles. But、um, I really did enjoy Lion King. You know that was、uh, great to see. But I think I'm more interested in Aladdin just because they're real people.、Um, I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, no, yeah, but I'm totally. Yeah, I'm still excited for both properties. I'm definitely going to watch both of them. Yeah. But、um, what are some things that you would like to see with this live version? Um, that's a good question.、To、I could just... throw a couple things out. Yeah, go for it. Um, I I did ask you earlier, or I mentioned that we don't know anything about Aladdin's parents. Right. I may not necessarily need that, but what I would like to see is maybe. Um, maybe a five to ten minute scene in the very beginning、hmm. to show Genie, you know, before he got into the lamp. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know, maybe we could see what he looked like before. You know, we don't know how、right. they're even going to do Will Smith right now. You know, is it going to be a CG character and、mm-hmm. he voices him? Is he just going to be in blue makeup like like、uh, like Doctor Freeze? You know, that'd be kind of cool. You know, they just made him look like that. Maybe I don't know. Right. Right. But、uh, what I really enjoyed about the live version of Beauty and the Beast is that they filled in some gaps, you know. And the cutaways—they were on my show to review the OG Beauty and the Beast, and during th- that review, that was the first time I had ever seen the OG movie, and I actually had some internal questions that you know I didn't really need answering, but、right. I had some questions. 
watching the remake, I was like, oh wow, they filled in those gaps, mm-hmm. and I really, that, that's what I enjoyed about the remake. So I hope that Aladdin kind of fill fills in some of these gaps. Like I don't think that there's a lot of questions here, mm-hmm. but there are some things that they can throw in to kind of make it a more complete story, I guess. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, one thing I will say is I'm happy they're casting people of color in the roles for Aladdin, especially because it will be live action. So I think that's really important that it is told like through people of color, um, which is something you didn't really get in the cartoon version. And, you know, it's predominantly white people. So I know that a lot of people were kind of, I think a lot of people more so than upset were just like. I don't know who any of these people are that were cast in this film. <laughs> so, yeah. except Will Smith. That's okay. Which yeah, I think Will is Smith. great. Yeah. I'm super yeah. excited yeah. about it. And I know people were upset about Naomi Scott, which is, you know, she's she's from England, but she is, she's not Persian, but she is something. Um, some some ancestry of, <laughs> yes. of that area, perhaps. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I liked her in Power Rangers. I'm excited to see that. I think she'll be a good Jasmine. Yeah, and she and she's a singer, so you know right. um, that'd be kind of cool that they're not gonna like dub her voice. So totally. I don't know if the guy that they casted Aladdin, this, uh, I think he's Egyptian Canadian. I I think he is. Yeah, and, um, I think that's right. I don't know, I don't know if he sings, but uh, that'd be kind of cool if they got people that can actually also sing their own parts. So right, um, right. The what would be interesting is to see if uh, I think. From just my glance of the the casted people, it didn't look like they had like Abu or Iago or anything like that. But I want to know what like if there's any live version counterparts that are going to be similar, you know, to hmm. those characters. Like, will will Aladdin have a sidekick? You know, is he going to be is he going to have that someone there to to save him? Which one of the things that um I kind of I guess noticed in this this rewatch is that Abu is very much an unsung hero in here. He mm-hmm. saves Aladdin twice. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then there was a third time, but Genie, you know, is one that saves him where he's, where he was like taking a shower. It's like, Oh, don't you hate being interrupted when you're in the shower? It's like, Oh no, Aladdin. Right. But that'll be interesting to see, you know, what they do with some of those characters. Mm-hmm. But I want to see Jasmine a little bit more stronger and less of a secondary character too. Yeah. I have a hunch they will do that just with the direction the more recent films have gone. So that's exciting for, for women. (laughs) Um, yeah. And Guy Ritchie is directing it. Um, which will be interesting because he's, he's like an action guy. Like he did man from uncle and snatch. And so I'm really interested to see what he's going to do. Um, because it's just, it's a really unique choice for, for this type of film. So, yeah, absolutely. And th- now that you mentioning that he is like a a bit of a like an action director as well. Well, Naomi Scott, Power Ranger, action, right? right? So so maybe we'll see Jasmine kick some ass. So that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. Yeah, uh, I would definitely like to see some more, a little bit more action too. Mm-hmm. Actual action, like I mean, this is like the uh, you, you're talking about like. I don't even know what they're called, but like the like Jafar's henchmen and stuff like that. This this could be right. Like uh, you know, so, something kind of like a. This is a such a bad comparison, but like um, Prince of Persia. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it, like that was action. You know, like it could right. be something like that. You know? Yeah, it will be interesting to your point about 
possibly not having the counterparts of like Abu and the carpet because this will be for sure the biggest departure from the Disney film, I think, because Cinderella is so flat out. Like that story has been told so many times and the live Uh action was pretty much the exact same. Um, And Jungle Book, you know, and Lion King, those are things that are taken from animal film so they're being recreated with cgi so this will be the kind of the first one that's really like its own thing right and there's so many different things that they can do with it perhaps they don't give um aladdin any any sidekicks or anything like that maybe Mm -hmm. he is just you know an individual that kind of has only relied on himself and surviving on his own you know that that'd be kind of interesting to make him that strong of a character as well yeah yeah. So, any other anything else that can come to mind? Do you do you know if they're gonna include the? I mean, I guess we kind of already implied that. I guess it will. They're gonna have the music as well. Yeah, I would assume so. If they hired people that can sing, um, yeah. I haven't seen anything that there won't be music. So, let's hope so. Right. Not like Mulan. Right. Where they're like, no, there's gonna be no music. Yeah. You know, I've heard like mixed things about that. I've he- originally heard there was gonna be nothing, and then I heard the director was like, I never said that. So who knows? Right. She must have, or he or she must have been like, ooh, yikes! People really want that music. Right. I never said there's no. Right. There's not gonna be music. <laughs> That's probably the one Disney live action that I'm most excited for. Because I think it can be a really cool movie, even without the music. So Oh, absolutely. Like the, the many things that they can do with it. I mean, just for example, like I didn't watch this movie, but the 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 wall, right? Or the Great Wall, is that what it was called? Sure. The Matt yeah. Damon one. That just visually was just you know, from the trailers, it, it just looked beautiful. Right. Right. And for that period, you know, in, in history, I think it would just look you know, the, their armors and all these other things. Yeah. I think it'd be visually uh, the, stunning. The costumes will probably be really cool. And I'm excited. I'm really hoping they keep the, like, avalanche scene um, from the animated version where they yeah. shoot this big rocket into the, the mountain and this huge avalanche kind of eats away all the Huns. And right. um, it's a great thing. And it would be so cool to see as a real live action. So that's I'm hoping that they put that in. I wonder how they would do this cave scene. Will it be like a big cat head, you know? <laughs> or, <laughs> right. Like I wonder I wonder how much uh of the the visuals are they going to like um you know try to imitate I guess into mm-hmm. the, the live action. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting like how much CG will be involved, but um but also the aesthetics of it. Like we were just talking about how Mulan like how beautiful it can be. But mm-hmm. I wonder, what about this? You know, being in Acrobat, like, is it going to be is it, is going to be dirty or is it going to be like extremely clean? Right. Like, like how? Because I feel there there was a period in Hollywood when those type of period movies where everything was just extremely clean, you know, mm-hmm. and like over time things just started right. being more dirty and looking more right. gritty and stuff. So <laughs> that'd be kind of interesting too. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a great soundtrack, a great movie. Uh, so the one thing I used to do on this show was uh, we would rate the movie. But uh, since then, I have gone to um, pulling up the IMDb and the Rotten Tomatoes score. And we'll just kind of see uh, which score we agree with more. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, IMDb has it uh, 8.0 out of 10, which is uh, pretty good. And Rotten Tomatoes has it fresh at 94%. 
So the critics uh, really enjoyed it, it looks like. Yeah. Um, I think I agree more with the IMDb. 8.0? I love this movie, but it's not actually one of my favorite Disney films. Okay. So I think that's pretty solid. I mean, there's there's nothing super revolutionary being told in the story, which when you look at Disney films and the wide scope of them as kids, like you don't expect that. But um, it's a fun story, good soundtrack, just not my favorite. So Okay, that's fair. And I'm going to go with the Rotten Tomato score, 94% mm. for all the things you didn't say, right? <laughs> so so basically the opposite. Uh, this sure. is one of my favorites. I already mentioned it's 1A, 1B. So that, that should have already kind of been telling uh, right. from the get-go. But uh, yeah, I, I just love Genie. He's one of the best characters, I think, in any Disney movie. And right. that's it's, it's kind of a, a little unfair because it's like Robin Williams, you know? Like, how do you yeah. top that? No kidding. Yeah, Jafar's a great villain. Um, this is a great story. Like, Aladdin actually has a, an actual arc. You know, Simba, eh, not so much. Like, you go back and you just, like, True. reclaim your throne. Right. Uh, but this guy, he was, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure he's still cocky, you know. But, <laughs> you know, he, he does have a, an actual story arc. And also, I love that uh, Jasmine loves him for who he is. And also, same same thing with Aladdin. You know, when he... Right. he well... He fell in love at first sight, but he didn't know she was the princess right away. So right. there, there's some things to take from this, too. And also the moral of the story, according to Jeannie, is just be yourself. Totally. Just be yourself. So so I think that's a great message to to send out there. Um, all right, Hannah, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. You were also like a last minute fill-in, and you were just my go-to to, to yeah, ask. Yeah, anytime. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, so again, where can listeners uh, find uh, you guys and maybe point them to um, a fun episode they can check out if they never heard you before? Yeah, definitely. So uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash filmroast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmroastshow. Uh, we do have a discussion group Peter mentioned that's really fun called Film Roast Fan Club where we just get together and talk about movies. And since we're on the subject of Disney, we did just do a Coffee Corner, which is uh, episodes where we talk about pop culture. And we did talk about the new um, live action, sorry, Lion King film uh, that is coming up in the cast and kind of our reactions to the casting. So that one's a good one. Um, and yeah, like any of them. Any of them. Go check them out. Maybe not yeah, the early I ones. Agree. I agree. <laughs> but <laughs> any of any of the other ones. <laughs> well, I found you like kind of near the earlier ones, and you I, did. I enjoy, yeah, I enjoyed those uh, very much. So, and, and speaking of that uh, that fan group, there I am the uh, the secretary. Uh, yes, the, uh, official secretary. Group. There we go. Uh, well, for me, you can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Podstalgic, uh, and you can find my other content. I host another show called We Got Five, which is a weekly uh, top five list show. Uh, all of those can be found at CortaParts.com, uh, which this show is also a part of. And uh, I think that will do it. I want to thank everyone so uh, for supporting uh, the show all this time. Uh, we are wrapping up another year here. Um, and uh, if you have not yet done so, please consider leaving an iTunes review. That's really, really going to help out the show. Mm -hmm. I know it's very cliche to say, every show says it, but with this new update to the Apple Podcast UI, yeah. 
I've done some searches for some of my、uh, movies that I have done, and I don't show up in the results. So、hmm. your guys's reviews will definitely help.、Uh, if you guys check out Film Rose, please also consider leaving them a review. Help us all out, this、uh, ind- independent podcasters. This is a struggle out here, you know. So if you guys support us, please show it in your guys's reviews. So、um, I want to thank、uh, Hannah again for coming on the show here, and thank you all for listening. I will talk to you later. I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder, over sideways and under. On a magic carpet ride, a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. No one to tell us no, or where to go, or say we're only dreaming. A whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. But when I'm Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtandparts.com.